0: Happy Monday, everyone. This is Brian filling in for Producer Grant for the Lori and Julia Show. Later this hour, we have the Matrix Red Carpet, Holly with the Dirt Alert, and Sex Monday. But filling in for Julia, we have Brittany in studio. It's Brittany,
2: witch. Yes, it is me. Your Christmas witch. Our holiday witch. All-inclusive witch. The witch you wish would
1: go away. No, you're funny. You're so funny. Okay, uh, let's talk a little Hollywood news, shall we? Yes. Okay, so the Matrix. um, They came out to celebrate their premiere, and we got one last, you know, high one last burst of high end glam for the before the year ends. And uh, uh, there was, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith is in this. I always forget that. Priyanka Chopra was in it, although she's the one that's my worst dress on that on that red carpet. But Carrie Ann Moss, really, her dress is so, it's an Oscar de Laurentian. It's kind of got black with the green.
2: Yeah, it like, almost looks major, digitally on, digital the digital on the bottom. on oh, the bottom. It's cool. very, very Keanu, cool. I mean, here's the thing with Keanu. He's literally wearing a tux set
1: or like, not a tux, a, a suit. suit that... You might own. He does own that. and he. <laughs> I, 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 I know his girlfriend wasn't with him at this yeah. premiere, so he wore his work boots. He yeah. He, or wore kind of his brown yeah. shoes that, you know, are your weekend shoes. But I just so, love but him. it's so Keanu. I'd so
2: Keanu, And I just love him. He can do no him. wrong. He even
1: can. Even in this sitch. He's the only Hollywood star from the 80s who hasn't disappointed us. Really? And that's, I mean. I guess Clooney hasn't disappointed us. But, I mean, I'm talking if you put, you say Keanu, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, because they're all around the same age. Yeah. You know, like 55 to yep. 58. I mean, they all are basically like the same age. Keanu is the only one.
2: Was one? A, was Jada Pinkett, Pinkett Smith, is she in The Matrix? Is yeah. that it? Okay, yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: Because so, her son came too. Her dress was amazing. So good. And she's just, you know, being, she's just. Having a shaved head, that's her look. She's gorgeous, she's, doesn't want to wear even wear a wig, you know, what or a scarf or anything. She's got a beautiful face, I know, and a great shaped head. Yeah, I'd great. be so scared
2: what would be under my like my head, like under my hair. Like, I personally feel like I've got I can feel weird things going on, you know, yeah. So, like, she's just got
1: a perfect head, kind of, kind of. She's just sort of has an elfin, yeah, you know, she's got a very petite. So, those. Those photos are posted for you. And um, I also thought this was so extra and unnecessary. Love so it, though. over I'll the weekend, it. well, so last week was probably the most challenging week for Benefer 2.0, for <gasps> Ben Affleck and no. Jennifer Lopez since they got back together in April because he had this overblown... Interview with Howard Stern, where the only thing anybody picked up on was the fact that he said he felt trapped in his marriage and would still be drinking if he was married to Jennifer Garner, which he did say that. Yes, but he said all kinds of other like great, tea, really good stuff. And Brittany and I went over that on Friday. If you wanted to stream, because I went in depth on that. But the Ben the next day after the Howard Stern two-hour sit-down. He defiantly goes on Jimmy Kimmel. He and J-Lore Popper, they're they're photographed going in. So Mm -hmm. that put an end to like, okay, how big of the doghouse was Ben? Yeah, yeah. Because he trash-talked Jennifer Lopez so much after he broke her heart three days before their wedding. Mm-hmm. Um and he'd broken her heart two weeks earlier when he, you know, banged the stripper at the Vancouver Club. About, about that. Um but I digress, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they were they were spotted arm in arm arriving at the studio. So that put to bed any kind of thing. And then Ben goes on to Jimmy Kimmel and he whines about the fact That he did this, man, I never do, I've never done a two-hour interview instead of, I never do a two-hour, I thought it was this really great interview, and then everybody, this this one thing, and that's not how I feel, and Kimmel just kind of let him keep going, but it is what he said.
0: It is what he said. And then he
1: said, and it hurts my feelings. Okay. Okay. Oh, geez. I know. It's so, just doubling down on the... It's
2: about you? Down. Is it about you now? Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So Ben Affleck, and you know, J-Lo is ride or die with him, but this was definitely um, a challenging week for her. And when I said that he was in the doghouse last week with her, and he was in the doghouse in the sense that it reminded all of J-Lo's ride or die, her family and her friends, about all the different times that Ben Affleck talked about his relationship with Jennifer Lopez, blamed her for not getting cast. I mean, he said all kinds of shady things about her and she probably didn't feel good about it. So I, I do think she was mad at him for like, You're she probably might have even said to him, babe, you're going on Howard Stern. He's really good at getting people to emotionally or be very careful how you talk about you and your ex. Yeah. And drinking, because his whole movie that he's in with Clooney is alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben has been the one doing all the interviews. So she over the weekend on Saturday. Now. This was Friday. We'd already moved on to all the kind of amazing things at Ben Affleck. On Saturday, she had her people release an exclusive statement to People magazine. Despite media reports that Lopez took offense at Affleck's comments related to his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner, during a recent interview with Howard Stern, the rumors are, the story is simply not true. It is not how I feel, she said in a statement. She adds of Aff, like, I couldn't have more respect for Ben as a father, a co parent, and a person. I mean, the picture was worth a thousand words smiling, hair glossy, going <laughs> arm in arm into Kimmel. Yeah. This story was on the way out. Yeah. On Friday. Yeah. On Thursday, it was on the way out. Why release a statement? This story is simply not true. I'll tell you why. Because it simply was true. Yeah. He was in the doghouse for 24 hours with her.
2: Absolutely, he was. And I think you're so right. I think you really tapped into something saying that this reminded her of the old Ben that she had to deal with
1: post-relationship. For several years when it would come up off and on. He is a great blamer. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to pick on guys for a second, but sometimes mm. men are boys and do the blame game.
0: Yeah. I'll admit to that. Yeah. yeah
1: I mean, it's just... And, and anybody, when they get in trouble, that's your first instinct. Just try and you wanna somebody You want to find else. somebody, yeah. You know, I get it. But he is like 48 years old. He is in a program. Yeah. He mm-hmm. did say he'd still be drinking if he was with his ex-wife. So that just made... Anyone who has any sense of, you know, the tenants of AA are spidey sense. Like, come on, dude, are you not learning anything?
2: Also, I think that triggered a lot of people who have, you know, I'm an alcoholic and I've dealt with, you know, the idea of I want to blame people and people who uh, love me and are going, no, this is your accountability thing. And, you know, working a program. I also think this triggered a lot of people who are in Al-Anon or dealing with an alcoholic and they're like. No, because this all, isn't me. And all
1: Jennifer Garner has done has been, like, that we have at least seen, she drove him to yeah. rehab three years after their divorce. You know, she endured the bang and the nanny. Yeah. Um, and all of the other things. Who knows what all is But she's always been there for him in a way. And, and, and I think Jennifer Garner or J-Lo, by releasing that, statement that is an eye th- specific you know yeah. this is simply not true it is not how i feel the lady doth protest too much you're so right and it takes the glow off of benefit 2.0 in a way that nothing had taken the glow off and i knew it when he said they'll, it they'll
2: shine that turn right up for you. It, back uh, up and everything but you know also too it's like I think that if he's in a program he needs to be leaning into it and working it a little more because that is like one oh one accountability stuff, yeah, it's real basic stuff and he did you know you were right too I'm really glad that you listened to the whole interview and you pulled out some stuff for us. He did do a lot of really great self work and and talking about yeah, um him stuff that like it's
1: yeah. the last place probably that Ben Affleck needs to work on is Ben and owning up he's. You know, I mean, he he's also one of those guys that falls fast in love. Yeah. You know, and so he's you know, he's had a he's had a real he- healthy dating life since he and Jennifer Garner has broken up. But anyway, I yeah, they got to they got to buff up the Jennifer Glow because that took it off. And I wish she hadn't released that. I know statement. it was so unnecessary. It was So unnecessary. All right. Listen, when we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. He's a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Good afternoon. Hello.
3: Welcome to your 520 Dirt Alert. We're going to start off with some Chris Noth news. Uh He is no longer on the CBS show The Equalizer. Oh, yes. They said Chris Noth will no longer film additional episodes of The Equalizer effective immediately. Now, Noth will be seen in one upcoming episode of that show, which has already been filmed, as well as future repeats of episodes that have already aired. Now, The Equalizer is uh, the Queen Latifah
1: procedural over on CBS. So he's gone out. I mean, do you think that because it was the Hollywood Reporter that reported on this Chris Knott story about this women who came forward with the t- sexual assault and that they had actually told people they were able to verify. I mean, because he lost his tequila deal. Yes. I mean...
3: Yeah, so his tequila brand is reportedly set, was reportedly set to be
1: sold for $12 million.
3: But that deal uh, has now been put off about that. Look, that was legitimate journalism. Yeah. And those were legitimate stories that deserve to be heard. And now it's these uh,
1: entities, whether it's a television production, a a liquor brand. And in in uh, a television contract as an actor, I'm sure they have, like we do in radio, the good old quote, unquote, and it's nice and long and vague, but it involves a lot of things that come under morals. Yeah. 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 A morals clause, and they can let you go for any reason mm-hmm. that that is that. And, of course, being accused of this would definitely, he wouldn't be able to find a lawyer who could fight it.
3: Right. So now his reps are not commenting to people. Looks like they're not commenting to any outlet right now. But yeah, you can exercise that clause. Yeah. And and I'm assuming that that is the case yeah. with the equalizer and then, you know, the tequila brand
1: just stepping away, being yeah. like, you know what, we need to really renegotiate the terms of this contract. You know, his and the- wife must be so upset because yeah. the the third woman, the actress that came forward, like on Friday, Noel Lister Jones or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's been on a different lawn, or, but like she was like, oh yeah, he was like, even though he was married, he was like, oh, we don't, we're in, it's not really a monogamy thing. And, oh, oh man, oh yeah. So he would talked about being in the doghouse. Yeah, he's really. Yeah, a
3: lot of stories have been surfacing, a lot of gossip on Twitter, a lot of people coming that forward with their stories. he's been kind of a known,
1: like, you'd warn him, uh, You'd warn your female friends about him.
3: Yeah, you know, I was following a Twitter thread, and I can't remember who it was, but it basically the conversation was, it was an open secret on the campus of NYU, that if you went to certain bars at certain times, you would find yourself having a Chris Noth encounter. Yeah. Whatever that may be, yeah. just him trying to pick you up or yeah. him trying to flirt with you or mm-hmm. whatever, what have you, you know, and, and there was a report that resurfaced uh, with model Beverly Johnson. Did you oh, read that? that-
1: she had, uh a, didn't she press this, I remember this way, way back when, I think she had to file like a restraining order.
3: Yeah, so they dated from 1990 to 1995, and this was published in the National Enquirer back in the day. And uh it said in this document in 1995, well, now, court documents allege that,
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
0: all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: Threatened her, called her, and quote, vowed to kill her dog. So yeah. this was 25 years ago mm-hmm. that these reports were out there
1: michael patrick king is probably so glad that the plan was always to kill chris Noth. oh goodness movie the third movie this was always the plan big was never moving forward with the show right right so you know these are out there and
3: as a result of that chris north is losing some jobs now let's talk about sex in the city in the sunday times former costume designer patricia field is dishing and kind of shading uh, Cynthia Nixon in the process. Oh, Yes. So Patricia Field, she is no longer doing the costumes for And Just Like That. She has moved on to Emily in Paris. Which is amazing fashion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's coming back, right? Right. Well, that's why Patricia Field is doing press, because Emily in Paris is coming back for its second season over on Amazon Prime. And she talking to the Sunday Times, uh, talking about her opinion of the wardrobe oven just like that. Now, her former assistant Molly Rogers is working on this show. Mm-hmm. So she taught her everything. Yeah, she said, I like some of it. I don't like it all, but I know what Molly's dealing with. Mm. <laughs> so what is Molly dealing with? Patricia Field has this to say. I know those gals. Sarah Jessica thinks she knows everything, and she does. Cynthia Nixon thinks she knows everything and she doesn't. Even today, when I speak with Molly, it's about Cynthia. I say, I remember what you were going through. Oh, wow. She's just straight up telling us. She is absolutely straight up telling this. Now, I think that it must be very obvious the relationship that the two of them have together. Mm -hmm. That would be Patricia Field and Cynthia Nixon. She did share a happy birthday greeting to Cynthia back in the day. They've hosted fundraising events. So I think that perhaps it is professional disagreements yeah.
1: on how to dress the character. I love what she said about, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, she knows what she's talking about and Charlotte is very specific and always has been. Yeah. And she is what we would call a a, a classic pear shape shaped woman, mm-hmm. so always a nipped in waist. You yeah. know what I mean. So she would be pretty easy, Preppy. yeah, to dress. But Miranda was always kind of the wild card, and then Samantha must have been the most fun to dress.
2: Oh, I know.
1: I oh. bet some of her outfits. Oh, put her in a hot pink power suit oh. with some strong yeah. shoulders. The chainmail halters, though. I mean, she was like had a very fearlessness in her. You know, as her character and her fashion was so great.
3: Well, Miranda, I just this is my opinion, but Miranda is the trickiest character yes. to dress. Yeah. Insects in the City, I whereas so. in the early seasons, it was very clear that Miranda was a an attorney. Yeah, yeah she power, suits. power suits. She didn't really care that much about fashion, and she was anti-fashion. I remember her wearing overalls and a puffy jacket on the yes, street, me, right? right? Yes, <laughs> yes. And then as the show made its transition into being a fashion show with a capital F, mm-hmm. and they tried to make Miranda fashion, it always felt like it wasn't true and authentic to the character. Yeah.
2: That is true, Holly. Mm-hmm. That is so... Obs- I, I think you have a point there. I think they should have kind of leaned into that. Now it feels like, yeah, it feels like somebody else is dressing her and there's that mix match there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And they've softened Miranda
3: from the movies. I mean, like in the movies, Miranda's fashion is very not her character at all. And it doesn't feel like it is. I
1: think uh, Kim Cattrall did not come back to the series because her part, if you go back and watch sex in the city, the second movie, Mm -hmm. crappy, 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 a crappy role crappy outfits is that when they claim she was fat when Dary she came back? menopause oh you're fat you and know it she was like
2: a, a, a little she was having
1: hot flashes and they were in like she was the li- it, they did her dirty they right to her, dirty. her face and yeah. i think that was it she's like i'm never
3: doing this again well yeah but one of the one of the movies and it's either i don't remember exactly which one but you're right the whole storyline was samantha is trying to suppress her horniness with guacamole i
2: know <laughs> You're so right, <laughs> yeah. and it was just wild. And I think was, it was
1: the second movie when they went to Abu Dhabi I or wherever would, they went, I or would, Morocco. Yes, Morocco. I would
2: kill to have a body that was the quote unquote fat Samantha.
1: Yeah. I would kill for
3: it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, the first one was for the fat Samantha because then they went to Abu Dhabi in the second, second one. Point, and she yeah. had already so they did her got, dirty in two movies. They did what? her dirty.
2: Well, now
1: three. It I guess it's in a movie. It though. explains everything. And just like that, we and have it aired our last answers. night on HBO. Holly, <laughs> well, um, what was on HBO last night? The first two night? episodes of just and just like that aired on regular HBO last night. Oh, interesting. With no title cards or m- intro music, it was like so weird. Like, did something fall out of the schedule?
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The intern must have crossed the streams during the holidays. I don't really know. Really <laughs> strange, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. falling Asleep. Oh dear. All right. That's your dirt today. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Holly.
0: Now it is Monday, so. You know, we already got to know, got to talk about it, I guess. So, yeah, here we go. Let's talk
2: about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. And now, to the people at home or in the crowd, it keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid a voice the topic. That ain't All
1: right. Um, remember the last time you were here for Sex Monday, Brittany, we did, um, you know, Sex Words. Yeah. And then you had to guess what it was, you know, what that thing was. I do remember. I will never forget it, even if I try. So I thought we would play that game again again today. Mm. So, because let's face it, if uh, your horny mind can imagine it, there's probably already a word for it. Okay. All right. Okay. What do you think it means in a sexual way, of course? What does it mean to call somebody? A unicorn.
0: Oh no! <laughs> oh, my mom uses this term all the time. I oh, know oh, she does. Oh yeah, she's like, she's like, I want you to bring home a unicorn. I don't want, you know, right? You know what I mean? She like, wants a special a, woman. A special, she doesn't genuine, want you to bring home yeah.
1: some dumb floozy.
0: <laughs> exactly. Who
1: just, you know, it's really you know, whatever your mom's thing. Oh, would I know your mom now. <laughs> what? What? When we're talking about a unicorn here. Don't spoil it for your mom and tell her because unicorn is a wonderful word for many things, but in a sexual way, a unicorn your mom would is she it, wouldn't want to know this. Let me guess,
2: it won't go down.
1: That's excellent, excellent thinking. I see you're going with the phallic, you know the
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: the unicorn corn <laughs> yeah. as it were.
2: Because <laughs> that have you know there are guys that are like that and it's yeah terrible.
1: Um uh tell me what it is do you want to have a guess what a sexual what it means in the sexual capacity to refer to somebody as a unicorn
0: oh do you mean, have any idea i don't i mean it could be anything i feel like
1: okay well yeah. w- remember what is the definition of a unicorn a Some, magical beast with a horn on its head that's right and just you know otherworldly and all of this so A unicorn in the sexual context is usually a young Mm -hmm. bisexual woman Mm. who sexually interacts with a committed heterosexual couple, thus the unicorn, because this is not easy to find the person who's willing to be your unicorn.
2: And probably it's just like unicorn doesn't even really exist.
1: That's right. (laughs) That's right. Just like a young adult novel In the vast world out there, a a unicorn, you know, finding the third in a three-way relationship, specifically a woman, is difficult to find because she's the secondary partner of both the man and the woman, and the unicorn is not falling in love. Yeah. The unicorn is not expected to have any attachment or any serious feeling, so... After searching for about a year, you know, sometimes a couple might find a unicorn. I'm just going to tell Justin
2: <laughs> right now
1: there is no unicorn for us. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's not going to work out. So, unicorn hunting is the, that's mm. how people describe the search for, that's, and is a controversial term in the poly community. Okay. Oh. A common criticism of unicorn hunting couples is that they often end up treating the woman as a toy in their, relationship someone to explicitly act out fantasies upon and then discard when it becomes inconvenient which is why i think you should have a paid unicorn right is, that seems the I way mean, to go and then it's not a it's not so hard to find i
0: like a horse at that point then. yeah
1: something you're oh right boy. i think um, you're right you're
2: onto something there if it seems like a job you should get paid for it yeah
1: so however you choose to find your unicorn just know that you know, good luck hunting. Yeah, good luck with your unicorn finding because um sound quite rare. Yeah, I think so. I know I've never And majestic. And majestic <laughs> and unknowable and unreachable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, so here's another one, okay? Uh this one um uh is called lactophilia.
2: Oh no, I'm so scared. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm so scared what you're gonna
2: say right now. Yeah. This is hitting a little too we'll close ask, to
1: home. Last we'll Brian, first, <laughs> you think you know what lactophilia is? S-
0: something to do with milk.
1: Milk and. And. <laughs> and say it, breasts. Breasts, breasts. Yeah, boobs. That is absolutely. Is that what you'd guess? Yes. Unfortunately, that is what <laughs> I would guess. It's sexual arousal. to quote, doctor, arousal, Dr. Alousal, sexual arousal, caused by lactating breasts and or breastfeeding, and you don't, you know, you don't. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You could be pumping lunch for your newborn, and this, and all of a sudden, the site could arouse your husband so much that he, you could end up having. You know, vigorous sex okay, right afterwards. S- does it? Because who uh, knows why? I need to take
2: notes yes. because I am 17 weeks pregnant. So this is something I should definitely take notes on. Is it, it doesn't have to, co- the milk doesn't come into play though, right? Because that's all, ol- I mean, this is my first kid. I need to know that's only for the baby, no, right? No,
1: no, It's just the scene is. But people who have lactophilia, which okay. is also known as erotic lactation okay. and milk fetishism. Um, it's, it's like people that are, you know, maybe they also would like to be diapered.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they sell those diapers at Costco, Justin. We're all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, anyway, it's, uh, it's just, it's just a word.
2: (laughs) It's that aspect of like, I want to be baby. I'm baby now. Here goes.
1: I'm playing baby. I mean, basically, someone who's like would be really would consider themselves a lactophilia. They're just simply taking an existing desire and just milking it from. Ah,
2: you're the worst.
1: <laughs> you've ruined. You've ruined this child for me. You have ruined this child. <laughs> I am no, done. No. no, I mean, but it's like that is a you know you don't have to worry about it because basically it would have bre- came out by now yes it would already be knowing it yeah. and um you know you've, you you would have already met this if you'd met a lactophilia they would have conveyed asked, this or at least something
2: aspect like, i'd have to get a big
1: old bottle or something at no some point. no they just want to <laughs> suckle at your bosom you know at your breast but like they are very turned on by just That's even the idea of even watching like you could have a pretend baby <laughs> And like pretending you're doing it would be enough.
2: Oh, god,
0: that's like a unicorn kink or something. Yes, again, yeah. this
1: is you know, um, I'm lactophilia. So, I Acor- learned so much when I come here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> according to a study from sexologist Justin Len, Len Miller that was published in Playboy, mm. a third of 40,000 men surveyed had indulged in erotic fantasies about breast milk at least once. Okay. Okay, because I mean Pornhub has tabs.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that. it does. Milk you
1: know- <laughs> squirt is one. Lactation is the other tab. I did my research for you, people. I am
2: actually now can I get a side hustle?
1: Oh you <laughs> you you could <laughs> Yeah, you totally could. But oh God. um you know, already breasts and nipples are highly eroticized. So what? but this is just this is like taking it, you know, boom. This is that
2: next level. The functionality of it, I I it's hard for me to imagine that sexy. It's like imagining a man peeing and liking that. Like it's the functionality of it that I'm just not that into. that's that's like like breasts are for either if you find function yourself, or fun.
1: If you find yourself in Japan, there are places that you could work where people pay a high price, men, a high price with a squirt straight from the tap, as it were. Oh! <laughs> You're the worst person
2: I've ever met.
1: You know, I know. I love doing the, the, this with you, Brittany. It's so fun. It I just, kind of is. So again, we knowledge to, we is we power, learn, but I we, feel
2: powerless. I
1: know. People are just like so horny. They just think of everything. I know. We, and I don't know how this one comes about, but I mean, bad choice of words there, but could be, you know, you're like a boy and like you see something, yeah. some, you know, like it like imprints early. You, yeah. It's not your fault or anything. And it probably no, takes know, a lot yeah. of courage to you know like uh confess that or whatever and but. no king shames here so we know no, for sure not.
2: but i definitely um yeah i think what our goal should be <laughs> we need to make one up that doesn't
1: exist yet
2: so keep that in mind. <laughs> That'll be our lifetime goal. Because you and I could definitely, at this I point. I would have thought
1: we would have, I would have come up with I it by th- th- now. Trust something. me,
2: I'm still, I'm not believing that you haven't. No, so we'll, I don't. we'll have to go back in the archives.
1: Oh, gosh. All right. Well, that that's our Sex Monday. That'll wrap it up. We'll be right back. Uh,
2: always always, learning, learning, here always learning
1: here at my talk. Always learning here at my talk. Let me tell you. Did you learn anything today, Brian?
0: Oh, I learned a ton. Did you? <laughs> Oh yeah!
2: Listen, <laughs> Am. I learned a
1: ton.
0: I learned a ton today. Oh,
2: geez. I know this. This is a this is a show that you will go home and you'll have to you have to unpack sometime. I'll unpack to Justin, and he'll go. What did you what? guys talk about? What
1: are you talking about? I'm like, don't worry about it. Yeah, I um, I did learn something today. I learned uh, that I am now. I'm a Pilates person because I am now, I'm taking classes on those reformers. You are not. That's awesome. That's well, pretty cool. Yeah. How many have you done? Well, I've only taken two classes, but I had four private lessons. Do you love it? Um I do like it. I really do like it, but I have gone to like fast moving classes for yeah. so long that it feels like I'm not really
2: working out. But do you feel the soreness kick in right away or no? Because like those little movements in Pilates are what really hurts. Is it, those, you know, it, it feels yeah. anti-instinctual because I've always done cardio stuff too. Right. And so when you do those little movements and you're like, okay, so that kind of hurts. Yeah, like, I
1: wonder what's happening or yeah. whatever. So, I, I mean... I don't know. I'm just going to see, but it's just like, oh my God. Now you have another uh, a hobby. New, uh, well, I would. Is that a hobby? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, guess, I have to count it, otherwise, I don't have very yeah, many hobbies. It was, it, my dad was like, you know, don't you want to quit working? Don't you want to just retire and just like do whatever you want and not have to do the. I could, I'm like, Dad, what would I do? Seriously. But here's the thing. You're... I don't have one hobby except reading and traveling.
2: Yeah, I I can relate to that. I can relate to that. In fact, an ex-boyfriend of me, we got in a big argument. This was right before we broke up. It was like the argument before we broke up. Yeah. And he's, you just don't have any hobbies. Why do you have to have hobbies? I was like, I run. Yeah. I you know, same with you, I read. I'm like, I'm busy. Why do I have to like also take on some task? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to either. Yeah, me either. So I can relate to that. Um and also, like, I have to admit, I you are so naturally like Right. When I come in this show, you have all your work, you, like, do all the prep, and it seems so natural for you. I would almost say that's your hobby. Like,
1: Well, maybe. I mean, it kind of is, and I have to say that, I mean, if I'm being honest, when I, like, starting, like, in third grade, my one grandma, mm-hmm. my dad's mom, Victoria. Victoria, she subscribed to PhotoPlay and Confidential, these magazines that they had back in the day that were all Hollywood, you know, all yeah. like, would be like a People magazine. And I read them and looked at the picture. I mean, I loved. Yeah. I also read her, you know.
2: This explains so much about you. I know, you. but I
1: also read her True Detective, which oh, I, when I started asking my mom about some of this stuff. I was learning in there, like I remember in third grade, I asked her what RAPE was, and she's like, spell it. And I'm like, R-A-P-E. Oh, no. And I was like, where did you learn that word? <laughs> you don't need to know that word. And I'm like, I... Uh, I didn't want to tell no, her. No, you can't get your detective. source up.
2: Yeah, you can't get yeah. your source up and you're yeah. out of it. Yeah.
1: And I w- didn't even think about looking up in the dictionary, but I told my friend who we'd read the magazine, I said, it's a bad
2: word, whatever it
1: is. Whatever it is bad <laughs> Watch is. out who you say Watch it around. Yeah. You'll
2: get things taken away. So, and yeah, this explains I've, so much about you, that fact that you had this obsession with the magazines at a young age. because. I mean, me and Julia talk about it. Like you are a machine. You go through these stories and you just have them lined up. You don't even use half of them, and you have them ready to go. I've
1: read them. I've read them. Yeah, you know, and uh, just lucky that I can read something and remember what I read. So. It's like, yeah, this is I guess, in a way, my job is my hobby. I know, but I'm getting paid for it. So Don't tell them nice though. is that Don't tell them that this is your hobby, oh, yeah. They, they you know, we we lie to each other whenever we have our contract negotiations. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you do the dance. Yeah,
1: yeah, You got to yeah. do the dance. Yeah. All right, what else? Okay, so The Witcher, you know. I know. Uh, came back. Are you a fan of that show, Brian? Did I'm you... not, okay. but
0: I know of it, yeah. I,
1: we, If you like fantasy, you know, I would say if you were a Game of Thrones Old fan. Oh, big
0: Game of Thrones guy. Then oh, I then think you would like this. The Witcher,
1: and the second season came back just last week after being gone for two years. Really? Because COVID, you know, it was a huge oh, yeah. show in 2019, and...
2: I would say, and I loved Game of Thrones, too, and I read the books, but I would have to say, Brian, you'll probably like this in a quicker fashion because it took a long time for some Game of Thrones stuff to get to the kind of the magic aspects. Yeah. Yep. And yep. this really kind of shoves Starts you in right away. Right
1: away. So I watched four episodes with Casey yesterday. The new season. The new season. Um, really really liked it and i we were just like i can't believe it's been two years but we didn't watch any of season one even though it was from two years ago we just relied on the two minute recap and i for me on a fantasy show i'm kind of good with i don't need to know how everything connects i enjoy here's what they warn you on gore nudity sex violent smoking that's what i'm here that's for okay. right? that's yeah. <laughs> i'm just enjoying all of that and i'll figure out the story oh. if i have to but they they did uh the hollywood reporter did an interviewer with the showrunner for the witcher and they said there are five books in the series okay and so it is expected that there'll be five seasons because the did- showrunner said i don't I want to end our stories at the same place that Andrew Sapowski ended his. And since they've been filming The Witcher, there were just three books. And in the two years since, the guy's written two more books. So they're kind of expecting The Witcher to go to be five seasons.
2: Take some notes. Uh, HBO. Where? No, uh, the guy who wrote
1: Game of Thrones. Oh, we're uh, still uh, waiting George on
2: George. Our Martin. Martin, yeah. yeah.
1: And, you know, he's had a lot to say about, like, that how crappy that last season was. Well, then finish was. those books. You're, like, I think we're, like, 10 but years. But he's been the slowest writer always. <laughs> I mean, if you yeah. go back to the first game of throw he takes, like, forever. But he... I uh, th- I don't know. I'm hoping the prequel will be good because it's in the time of uh, the dinosaurs, so we'll just get nothing but dinosaurs. Yeah, we know <laughs> a that. lot of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Witcher sounds like it's going to be and like prime seasons. You're
2: having fun with the episodes.
1: Love it. Oh, I can't I just wait love that show. So
2: I'm the worst. I made our My husband and me. I go. Let's watch the first season since we barely remember it. And so we had about three episodes left when the second season came out, and I go no. We have to finish. I know. Your face is saying it all. I know. Why? I'm the worst. You've
1: already watched it. You already because, gave it time. Now the new season is here.
2: You don't need com- to know how it all fits. Completion, Laurie. We started something. We're going to finish It'll it. It'll all
1: come back. The beautiful sure. witch, wenifer I forgot that humans Yennefer, are yeah, called yeah. mages. You know? We like to call her Yenny. Yenny. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just you know, it's It's a fun show, Brian. She I is, okay. like it. Right, when sweet. they...
2: Get together, Jennifer and the White Wolf. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. They're, oh, so I, you they're know, hot.
1: Enjoy, I have it memorized because I watched four episodes. Gore, nudity, sex, violence, and smoky. And you're like, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. what if we don't remember? I go, see that topper? Right there, that's what we're going to enjoy. That's all we
2: need to know. <laughs> Sit back,
1: we'll figure it out. So anyway, this is the second season, and the showrunner sounds like they are planning each season to follow each book. I'll
2: be there with his with that
1: jawline. I'll follow him anywhere. That Henry Cavill, oh! I just and you know he was the beautiful best friend on the Tudors. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. And yeah, he is beautiful. Right. Yeah, he is beautiful. Thanks, Brian. Brittany, yep. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Check you later. Yeah. Bye, you guys. See you tomorrow.
3: Job done. Off you go.